Welcome B and the Hive to the stage of the Phoenix Theater. This is a band with an origin story that goes all the way back to 2007 when Brianna Lee and Josh Barnett met an open mic. They are now married, and in the time since, this project has taken them on all sorts of adventures. Tonight, we'll get to know them and the rest of the band, and later, they'll play a set of music. Please welcome to the program, B and the Hive. Are you ready for this? Are you all ready for this? I'm ready. So, I don't know. Josh sent me an email the other day, oh, and I'm just going <laughs> to quote it directly. I'm just going to quote it directly. And, the, and the, the last part of it said this. He said, We believe music is to bring people together, and it has for thousands of years in ceremony, celebration, ritual offerings, and sacred spaces, such as the historic Phoenix Theater. That's my own editorializing. Uh, Back to the quote. It is about people connecting and having a shared moment and feeling. I know it's pretty heady stuff, but this is where we are at with our music. So I quote that because if you want to have the headiest episode we've ever had, I am so down for that. I just wanted to say that from the beginning. You know, I'd like to start right here by saying what exactly does heady mean what are we talking about that's very good context not everybody knows what everything means um (laughs) dwelt upon in the head when i think heady i think like these are people that are concerned with like what's it all about (laughs) you know what i mean so i mean as as we go into this very heady episode of the program do you want to kind of talk about like when you think about ceremony when you think about playing in front of a lot of people because obviously you know you've, you've thought about it yeah, there is something so universal about it. Yeah, you know, it's uh, people speak different languages throughout the years. People do different things with their time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what our day to day lives look like are a lot different from what the day to day lives looked like 500 years ago. But totally. one thing that remains is this sort of practice. Mm-hmm. Yes, that means something to you. Yeah, I think the the you know, I I tend to think and feel like people it's good when they come together and they unite and they feel a common bond. And I just felt from an early age that feeling through music and saw so many people come together and realized, oh, this is, this is ancient. Whether it was uh, a ceremony, celebrating something, um, offering something, you know, uh, uh, all of the songs and celebrations that were going around on around campfires. It doesn't yeah. need Throughout electric the world, Around the world, yeah. at mm-hmm. all times. Yeah. I think that's why music is such a strange thing in general, too, because you can't really ever place a finger on it but everyone around the world understands it and i you could see it um i mean i worked with children for a long time and i played the drums as well and it's it's a crazy thing when you hit a drum and it hits something like deep within someone and even someone as young as being two years old can feel that and know like whoa what is this i've I feel something here that like primal. people have felt for yeah. a long time, and it's a uh, music is very strange in that in that sense. I feel like that you could um, you can't quite put your finger on it, but for some reason everyone understands it. Josh, you've written quite a bit about the sun online. Oh yes, yes, yes. the sun. <laughs> I, I do love the sun, and so the sun yeah. is another thing mm-hmm. that has tied us together with the people from a long time ago. Yes. Um, 
as we t- pretend that we're in the tour van, because this is a group of people <laughs> that have said when they drive around in long distances, they tend to go down these sort of, uh, what do we call these? Uh, philosophical these philosophical roads. Philosophical roads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> burrow in for a few hours yeah. as we yeah. as we settle it's in here. It's a very true. Yeah. No, I think it's good. Um, I'm just like so curious because you, you've multiple times online mm-hmm. a, in my detective work mm-hmm. on you commented <laughs> on that. And, and, I, and, and if you're comfortable, yeah. I'd love to know what your relationship is with the sun and why that is a significant thing to you. Uh, you know, I, I think it started at, from an early age of just curiosity and music started out of curiosity for me too, just feelings and, and feeling of connectedness. And the sun, I started to realize through, I really loved physics and I loved music. And I realized, oh, everything on the earth gets energy from the sun. That's what made bacteria grow and things evolve. And, and everything, a plant, when I eat broccoli, it got its energy from the sun. And <laughs> he eats I'm, a lot of broccoli. I do. And then I'm energies. taking that energy and I'm using it to speak to you right the now. The winter sun. I'm that. taking energy from the sun and I'm using it through a plant, through energy that I intake and speaking to you with my words. That, that was powerful for me. And, and those connected things and realizing where things come from because if if i want to bring my best to this moment i want to know where all of the energy that i'm bringing has come from and then i could maybe do it justice maybe this being the same force that has propelled people throughout the history of mankind yes which is a significant kind of overlap i'm seeing here between the love of music and the fascination with Mm. the sun and i don't want to go against that i want to be a part of that and and somehow ride that have there been times where you have not felt in sync or in the table in general have not felt in sync with uh, the sun absolutely. with the movement and uh, and sort of tried to push against it instead mm. of going absolutely. with the flow mm. absolutely yeah i would yeah. i i couldn't even quantify how much i am <laughs> or i'm not because it's 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 constantly both oh it's constantly say. both I, I mean i'm constantly he's a trying to be with it and trying to go and curiosity yeah it's a um, as far as, yeah, whether it's constantly in it, you never, uh, you never are truly certain. So you're just constantly trying to, to find that, uh, uncertainty out there, but, uh, uh, you could, you could push against it, but it's sometimes it feels like it's, uh, it's tough to move sometimes, but, mm-hmm. um, if you just keep, keep rolling down the road, it usually comes back to that original meaning of it where we try to get back to every time but it's tough there's a term that carl jung the uh, analytical psychologist Mm. uh coined uh called synchronicity uh Mm. it says that uh events are meaningful coincidences if they occur with uh no causal relationship yet seem to be meaningfully related is this a band that believes in synchronicity absolutely for For sure sure. yes Yes. i think Mm -hmm. our band was formed out of synchronicity we Mm -hmm. were speaking on that earlier as we drove past the old ace in the hole where josh and i first met each other and how that was very much in sync with with something divine it felt like at that time um and our our meeting and and many things that have transpired since then have felt very aligned brianna was driving to her very first open mic that she ever did as a singer and she had was supposed to work that day and got called off around three or four o'clock as we figured out later as she was getting called off i was getting a phone call hey do you want to come rehearse tonight at this open mic at ace in the hole we'll do like three or four songs and so i said yes she was driving out there we both 
got the call around the same time to come to this place. Yeah. Were there any thoughts on synchronicity in the car that are interesting to share here tonight from your conversation <laughs> earlier? I mean, I think uh, nothing really works out genuine uh, without synchronicities. So like we, uh, we try not to, to force things too often. Um, we try to let um, our energies really uh, link up without trying to, to push something on each other. And we all have kind of linked up. I feel uh, like very we're all very aware of each other's energy and we are all very respectful of mm-hmm. things that are happening. And even just down to like earlier, when, before we started playing a song, we just like made eye contact with every, with each other before we started. Yeah. So even just down to something simple mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, It's tough to do it with uh, without that synchronicity because otherwise uh there's there's barriers in between each other and it's not easy to to work musically or to be a human being in general when those barriers are up it's uh and even it's all about being a a team as cliche as it sounds but that's exactly what it is it's letting go of yourself and your mindset and being aware of other people and kind of a unified path of least resistance we all come together to how can we help each other every day hey what's up are you hungry do you need a hug do you need something this do you you know what Mm -hmm. what can we do and that expresses in the music too because uh uh even if we're thinking differently musically uh we will collaborate together so that we find some sort of middle ground that that we all can agree on and all feel really good about so is there a deeper sense of spirituality that informs these beliefs or do they stand in isolation mm. from spirituality? That's pretty heady, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's a heady guy. <laughs> I'm just trying I think spirituality to spirituality <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, spirituality in the sense of like energy in that sense. Um, I can say for my myself and my own opinion that I'm, I'm not uh, a religious person at all, but I feel like I'm very spiritual in the sense that, um, I mean, in a, in a scientific sense, that energy is neither created or destroyed. It's just passed on. And I, I participate in a lot of activities where I could, I could physically feel energy and I could feel energy off of people. Um, I love to surf and I love to play music and those things. Uh, you could tangibly feel an energy that is very uh deep and very spiritual um to a sense so it definitely it definitely goes deeper than just the surface of that for sure yeah and whether it's religion or spirituality or 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 anything it is about that connectedness we all have a deep need from forever to feel part of our tribe to feel part of our community to feel part of something with someone you know that uh uh a human need as much as anything else is to feel connected to something. So, and then piggybacking on that, when you think about times, anybody at the table that you have not felt, uh, this good momentum that you've not mm-hmm. felt forward movement, that you felt stymied Plenty or you felt negative or you fi- if you've just felt bad, uh, it, when you reflect on that, cause it seems like you've thought a lot about how everything fits together in your life musically and otherwise, when you've thought about those times, um, did you draw any conclusions about why those times came up? Uh, well, what I was just thinking about while the, or connecting to while these guys were talking was kind of the soul's purpose, which for me is kind of my spiritual belief, um, if you will, that we all have our soul purpose. Uh, I believe in karma and, and things like that. And um, I think that 
when you're aligned and in line with what we're called to do in this life, that, um, you know, you're, you're getting more and more in tune with that as your life progresses. And if there's things that throw you off that path, which I've experienced, I'm sure we've all experienced, mm-hmm. um, then you feel, then you feel what you were just describing, which is not in tune and not aligned with, um, your with, sole purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I, I have experienced that myself when I think we are not, you're not in the, the right place, the right time, the right group of people. Um, and you, if you listen to that, if you pay attention to those, those signs, um, from what I would say is the universe, then, um, you get back in, in sync, back in line, back in synchronicity with your life, with your, your soul's purpose, your soul's calling. And it's kind of both. You're hap- that's happening many times a day. It's like you feel right. in sync yeah, for constant. five minutes, yeah. and then you're out of sync for <laughs> ten days. Yeah. And then I bring you know, it, yeah, I bring it down to again me being the drummer. I guess I think about rhythm a lot and um, hmm. and energy in general, or any sort of uh, uh, whether it be electricity or whether it be anything. There's a, a wavelength to it, a and current. A current. So I mean, you're always going to be going up and then you're always going to be going down to some point but sure it makes it easier to know okay if i'm going down it's going to be going back up again and if i'm going up i'm probably going to be going back down <laughs> again so just uh trying to stay maintained in there and not get too down when you are in those low ruts because we get discouraged all the time i mean it's a difficult you know music is is not always easy yeah. as a business path but we get discouraged all the time, but I think there's the short game and there's the long game and, and you shouldn't get caught up maybe too much in either one Mm -hmm. and try to have a a little bit of perspective of both if you can. And, and then you maybe don't sweat the small stuff as much because you can see the long game and you don't sweat the long game because you're in the moment. But (laughs) you know, these are all lofty goals. It's, it's, (laughs) it's moment by moment and it's, it, and it's just trying to be here now with the people we're with. Even when Hayden was talking about surfing and and I I started thinking about the wave thing and, and half the excitement is riding that wave back up. You're starting down at the bottom of the wave and you uh-huh. can catch that thing and ride it all the way up and then you're on top of the world. Oh, you know what Just that, that journey is mm-hmm. incredible. Oh, and yeah, it is. It's, oh, yeah. It's, uh, it takes you out of your body and I think yeah. anything that takes you out of your body or yeah. makes you um, where you're literally uh, no longer thinking about anything yeah. puts you in that moment. It's a good thing to, to chase. 22 hours ago, someone at this table posted the following <laughs> quote. It says, uh, you don't have a soul. You are a soul. You have a body. Who done said this? <laughs> and that was B of B in the Hive. You are quite an investigator. Because <laughs> I've totally posted that before too. Yeah. The internet, man. Now, Pisces. Um, <laughs> I do just like reading memes that people post, but perhaps you, this obviously touched you mm. and uh, could provide a nice segue uh, into our predictable next segment. Uh, would you please, uh, if you don't mind, if you have any thoughts on this, why did that uh, touch you? Why did that grab you? Hmm. Um, that's a good question. <laughs> and I, and I, and I bring it up because, uh, we're going to, we're going to play the hits right now. Hmm. Uh, Tom Gaffey, when you die, what's going to happen? When Tom Gaffey's playing the hits, he's described this to so many bands <laughs> more, on this show. More than anybody cares to yeah. hear. 
<laughs> but maybe it'll die? actually maybe it'll actually make it in this time. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, let's see. Say, when I die, hmm, have I thought about that? I think. Uh, in fact, I'm absolutely sure because I got to deal with God. Uh, I'm going to come back to a town that has a swimming hole on the river. Yeah. We got a great river. This is a great river town, and I love Petaluma. Next time, I want a swimming hole on the river, and I want better skateboards than I had when I was a kid. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, yeah, Tom. I'm coming back to swim and skate. And, mm-hmm. uh, and were you just something to look forward to? Were you to. hitting these ramps earlier, Tom? Were you uh, skating? Not today. In there? Not, I, I never skated these ramps. I skated some of our original ramps. It was pretty fun. Yeah, it yeah. They're, it, well, these are really sweet little ramps, as a matter well, of fact. Well, so he's got here. something to look forward to. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, everyone will be like, I'm so sad that Tom is dead. Well, but yeah, listen but to this episode, and you'll be like, no, Tom's having the time of his he's life. Tom is shredding. He woke up. Tom is hitting the lip. He went to the river, and then he, you know, he skated. Then I'll be skating. And I don't get to go until I hear the bell, so that's going to take a while. So that's that's his plan. Uh, I feel like the quote that you posted mm. kind of plays a role into that. The soul goes off and does something. Yeah. Maybe we could talk mm. about that heady subject. <laughs> mm. What's next? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I guess it kind of, for me anyway, it, um, it connects back to what I was speaking on earlier about the soul's purpose. Um, so I think that's why that particular meme <laughs> connected for me. Um, I think it, there's something comforting about the fact that like we're not we're not attached to our body and this whole um like physical visceral experience that we have as people and that we're we're bigger than that and we're more expansive than that um i connect to that for sure and i think there's something comforting about that that we we have a deeper purpose and if we really tune into that then um, we're really doing what we're meant to do and we're connecting mm-hmm. with, uh, with other people. Um, I think that's what music really co- boils down to for me is that connection between the people that I'm playing with, the people that I'm performing for, um, and how, what that all kind of adds up to. There's actually, uh, talking about this, there's a song that she wrote called Johnny's Song. And she, her lyrics on that song really touch on exactly kind of what we were just talking about and mm. and and uh, Johnny was part of our synchronicity if I hadn't played with Johnny Downer I wouldn't have met Brianna because the person who I was playing with the night at the ace in the hole I met through Johnny so so there was definitely a lot of yeah. uh, synchronicity involved in that and I always thought for my career being in the right place at the right time was a big part of all of it you mm-hmm. know and say yes say yes so many times that you are in that place. I didn't ever want to be at home when I should have been in the right place at the right time. So I said yes to every gig. And I had so many people tell me, Why, who are you playing with, man? What are you doing? I, don't you want a day off? Don't you want this? I was in eight bands. I said yes to everything. And then cool. it led me to, you know, another yes, my people. And yes. I think what another Brianna yes. was saying about... um the soul and uh, feeling comfort that it's not just the visceral body. I think that also helps what we were talking about when you are feeling out of sync or you're feeling down, that idea alone can really inspire you to, to get out of that rut and to, to keep pushing on because you realize, whoa, I'm bigger than just this or what is happening right now. And it'll, that idea can help you along that path for sure in a weird coincidence is uh, so as, as i'm following you guys through the youtube clips and all this stuff <laughs> i kept coming across uh steve howe the oh, guitar wow. player for yes wow uh, his collection <laughs> uh 
his work on on uh, yours is no disgrace and, yeah and a steve howe guitar lesson all on the sides of of uh, your videos as i was watching them isn't that so cool strange. yeah it was way cool wow. you want to know a yeah. connection with yes yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was actually the reason why i continue to play drums oh. um is because john anderson the lead singer <sighs> yeah. of yes yeah. um i was playing uh, a show it was probably the first show that i played with you guys it was uh uh, a family friend of mine, shout out to Brian Jeffrey. Um, I was playing acoustic with my dad and Brian, and I was in school and uh, met Josh and Brianna through Brian and my father, actually. Um, he was doing a, uh, a show at a local deli around Oro Grande down in Central Coast. John Anderson? Uh, no, oh. this guy, Brian Jeffrey, who okay. I was playing with, wow. and in the crowd is John Anderson wow. of Yes. <laughs> okay. And I know of yes and i've known of yes but i didn't know what john anderson looked like and at the set break he this little old man with an english accent comes up to me and is like hey you're really good like can i get your number like can we jam sometime and i'm like oh this guy wants to jam like this old guy wants to jam cool let's do it (laughs) not knowing that it's john anderson at all (laughs) and i'm like cool yeah and i like give him his number or give him my number and then after the show everyone's coming up to me and like you know that was john anderson <laughs> and i was like what and so i'm not expecting to yeah. get a call the very next day i look at my phone and i have a voicemail i have it still on my phone <laughs> can you play it out loud john i could play it would you play it out loud yeah because oh john, john anderson, anderson you know if you're listening you to this, this. If, you're, if you're listening <laughs> to this and you're like I don't even know what Yes is. Well, you should know that yeah. Yes is a band that's quite popular. Oh, John you probably Anderson, know their songs. John you know Anderson know. is yeah. uh, is an individual who is notable, uh-huh. and that is why um, this voicemail may be interesting yeah. to some and people so out there. That like that was the first time where I was like, oh. Can I cuss on this? <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> yes you. I was like, oh shit! Like oh. I can maybe do this. Like maybe I can like continue doing this. And it was one of the first shows that I've <laughs> actually. They were sitting in. Josh was playing bass, and Brianna was doing background vocals. And then we started jamming right after that show. So it was very. Let's hear this John Anderson voicemail. That was some synchronicity <laughs> right there, speaker. bro. This is. You know what? This is maybe the most realized version of saying yes. <laughs> Anderson, how are you? Great drumming last night. I want to hear more. But a uh, couple of things. Send me your email address. Uh, call me back on this number, 805. Blah, 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 blah. I, I turned it down. Turn it down. No, I did. Just leave a message of your email, and I can email you. And besides that, have fun. And uh, who's the guy I was going to say you got to listen to? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Anyway, there's a couple of guys you should listen to. Bill From way, way back. I'll tell you why. Take care now. You're a good drummer. Bye. Good drummer. Good drummer. I actually Dude. talked to him, and it was Gene Krupa who called him back. About. Gene oh, Krupa? Did it was Gene Krupa. Gene Krupa. And I was like, oh, come on, John. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. No, I actually, yeah, I, I was in contact with him for a while and sent him, like, some ghetto beats, like, garage band beats to him. It was awesome. And, and did you ever play strange. with him? Strange. Uh, no, he was like, uh, I got to go on world tour now with like, <laughs> yeah. 
people. I'm like, I'll okay, see you later, people. <laughs> well, John Anderson, if you're listening, I, I have a feeling Hayden would love to play with you if you're yeah, still yeah. interested. I love yeah. you, John. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was something, huh? Yeah. It's so strange that that yeah. is popping up on our YouTube. Why yes, is that happening? Uh, there was That's alongside strange. your. Uh, yeah. Hmm. That uh-huh. was great. But is that yeah, was that, that was the moment for me where I was like. Oh my, like maybe I can like continue oh, yeah. to do this. Like this is a rock and roll hall of famer and he's <laughs> saying that I'm a good drummer. I, it like tripped me out uh, for like yeah. for months I was tripped out and that was right <laughs> when I started playing with these guys. Now obviously the meeting of you two uh the that led to the marriage and led to this musical project and led to everything that you know your life is full of now. Um uh, that was a that was a game changer. Mm. And that was like a yeah. that was like a shot of energy into probably both your lives that was remarkable. Um, yes. It was yes. Going into that meeting, <laughs> were you sort of feeling out of sync? Were you sort of thinking like, <laughs> I'm not really feeling it right now. It being life because it seems like that John Anderson moment that was a powerful moment. Oh, for sure, yes. Um, Obviously, you two seem to like each other, kind of. Um. I think, you know how there's sometimes where you don't necessarily stop to think about it and you don't even necessarily know that there's something maybe potentially really big missing and then you see it or you find it and you go, oh my gosh, well, now I got to have this. This is, this is, <laughs> this is bringing so much more. I didn't even know I was missing so I, I don't even know if I necessarily knew that I was missing it, but I knew when I met Brianna that I had been missing it. Yeah. So I wasn't aware of it, but she made me become aware of it. And I think we both kind of spoke and we were like later. And I think we both just knew it was a matter of time before we were making music together, so to speak. So to speak. <laughs> he was doing it with his eyes. I <laughs> he is very powerful. I, I, she, I'll put it to you this: when I got finished playing the set, I played a set first, and yeah. she was second. So she saw she she saw me playing with this other band. And as I'm getting my bass and packing up and getting off the stage, she beelined right toward to me. Beelined. That's a classic. Oh. It's a classic play on words. Right? Yeah. He didn't even mean and to do that. Her quote <laughs> really stood out to me. She said, Hey, uh, you guys could use some more estrogen in your band. Oh, and I oh, said, shit. Look at this. <laughs> if you are saying that, like, all right, That's girl, dope. like That's you got so you cool. got some, you know, ponchado coming and saying that. Dude, I love that. Yeah. And and it was pretty amazing. And I was like, I played it cool. I was like, oh, yeah, great. Awesome. I'll stick around and see your set. And He played it real cool. <laughs> real cool. I was like, maybe I'll stick around. I don't know. I might have to go, <laughs> maybe. But I, when I heard her sing, I was, I was the nervous well, that's one. That's just the estrogen I've been looking for. Yeah. I was the nervous one. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, what do I do now? I, I mean, you know, I was the little... <laughs> one now yeah. going to her and saying there was a there was a dynamic shift yeah. your music was so powerful yeah that you totally upended the dynamic yeah i was like oh let's let's play one more hit tom okay, okay. let's play one yeah, more hit this will be a lead-in i love the tom plays the hits this yeah, is a new segment um you had an idea as to what your adult life would look like and you had this whole thing about like you turn oh, to someone you're, and you're, you're not say, carol yes you're, you're what, not carol what does that mean that's uh, he's not carol 
No, I am not Carol. So you know, <laughs> and, and I and I hit that uh, with a lot of my friends cruising through life, we <laughs> cruising down the road. I always grew up with the idea that I was going to be married to Carol or you know whoever. Yeah, and be exactly <laughs> what my mom and dad were, and all of their friends were. Uh, growing up in the 60s in suburbia 60s in Petaluma in the 60s mm. this was what we were all pretty sure was going to happen yeah and I find myself in some really strange situations where I'll look over and realize <laughs> you're not Carol <laughs> <laughs> do you like that yeah I do yeah <laughs> it's, I think it saves everybody a lot of trouble <laughs> it really did yeah, right? especially right. Carol yeah it's God, especially Carol God help her God, God help the hypothetical and Carol. it's true it doesn't always come out Necessarily, how you envision it. Not never at all. Quite as and it never, seems. Does. never, never. Quite yeah, as never. It seems. Well, so, I came back to this place in '83, thinking I was going to run a movie theater here. Wow, Whoa. that's what I had intended to do. I had uh, decided, you know what, this is exactly the place I wanted yeah. to be anyway, and this is exactly what I wanted to be doing. I'm going to run that beautiful little neighborhood theater. Right on, movie Tom. Theater. Tom yes. plays the hits, so and it was only cool. supposed to be for how long? Uh, one year. And how long has it been now? Uh, it's been 35 years. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Tom. Yes. Yes. And as we play the hits, we say, it's been a long one year. It's been a long one yeah. year. So we That's all play true. the hits. <laughs> there is a new full-length album out from B and the Hive. We're only 45 minutes in, and now we're talking about the new album. <laughs> That's a guess. I don't know if it's 45. Yes. Uh, right. But um, the new full-length album is called Visions. It was released last year was Visions. Um, are there any themes on this album that are worth going into? Sure. Um, the title. Yeah. I, I mean, and I, it was titled after kind of the theme of, of that uh, particular period um, for us, I think. And it's, it's a real... I'm sorry, which period? Uh, the, just the period of... of writing and uh recording that album kind of allowing ourselves to have the visions right for me it represents growth the that album and kind of paint like a lot you know in theme with a lot of the things we've been talking about tonight um paying attention to your soul's purpose paying attention to what we're here to do paying attention to uh what we're called to do and what feels right for every individual Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. yeah, the first album was almost the birth. It was like the mm-hmm. feel of the sun, allowing ourselves to feel right. the outdoors. And then now, what do we do? What do we have? <laughs> what do we do with all of this? Let's have How some visions. Let's have some mm-hmm. dreams. And this next album was kind of where do we take it? And what yeah. are the visions that we... Yeah. S- oh, and I think, I think if the first album was the birth, the second album has been the growing pains. <laughs> There's a song called Warring on Visions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I believe this is track seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, does this describe uh, warring between you two? Mm. More specifically, because I remember this. <laughs> I, I do remember this. Um, uh, I was, I was, I've always, I've been a musician for many, many years. And that was my, that was my job. That was what I, I was a bass player for hire. And I was in, when I was with Brianna, I think eight bands when I met Brianna. So I was working every day. I had rehearsal or a recording session or a gig or some formation of both. So mm-hmm. I was busy and I was out there all the time and she and I had started working together. We were a couple, we had started working on our band and stuff, but I was, I had something to go play. I had a gig to go play every day. So that song was kind of about, and if you listen to the song and you hear some of the words and the lyrics, um, warring for your time, she was like, 
come write music with me, man. Like, you're playing in all these other bands. You're spending so much time in these other bands. Don't you know, like, we got a band? (laughs) Don't you know, like, we got some songs to come write? And I was like, it was tricky for me because that was my job. How do I, wow, how do I make this jump from eight bands to one band? That, that was difficult for me to not know? even a band at the time you guys were saying it was essentially yeah and and i i got an offer to go there was a pinnacle moment and this was around the time that we wrote that song warring um i got an offer to go do uh essentially a european tour a, a half world tour with this other band and be gone john for lee like hooker jr <laughs> for like four months wow. and do you have and, a john lee hooker jr voicemail I do. It was pretty awesome. Do you have it on you right now? I don't have it on this phone. It was pretty awesome. He was awesome. We got to talk a few times, Uh, and we can all play our celebrity voicemails. I don't have any. This culminated. Yeah, this culminated, and and this was this was a turning point for our band, um, where I was playing in eight bands, and I got this call, and I I was getting my passport rushed. I was planning airfare. I was doing math. I was you know, figuring it all out. And I sat on the steps one night and, and warring for your time. She was like, come on, man. Like, you know, and I felt the, I felt the synchronicity saying, if you leave for four months right now, think of all the songs that you may have missed while you were home that you could work on with Brianna, this person who you're so connected with finally musically. And I, I called him and I said, I'm, I'm not going, I've got something more important that I need to tend to. And, and that was, she was warring. For the record, I told him he should go. <laughs> she did, but I knew that this I was, shouldn't. This was man versus himself. Yeah. Yes. This wasn't man yes. versus B. Yeah. No. Man versus yeah. himself. There's a song called The Line. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious, what is The Line? Ooh, that one's slightly more My personal. My favorite reaction you just had. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I knew you liked that reaction. Yeah. Um, oh, it's like a feeling around in the dark. It's like, oh, 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 oh we got something. That is the line right there. <laughs> How much can I line. say? Hold the line. Yes, um, that song for me was exploring. I can't really remember how it came about, actually, but um, it was exploring a relationship a friendship and that was going south um and kind of the the boundaries of that and like who was pushing the boundaries who was who was trying to help who or meet who and that's kind of the the theme that came out of that for me was the line where is it like where am i trying to meet you and you trying to meet me um and uh, yeah, it's a it's still like a sensitive and emotional song, but it's cool because it sort of allows me and I feel like the people that I play it with, I hear Nick a lot of times like, yeah, like that song has some anger, like yeah. he, you know, it, I call it's, it, it her Alanis song because it, she it like feels goes good. Full. It feels good, yeah. so you can kind of uh, attach anything you want to it. And this is an ongoing storyline. The, the the inspiration for the song is it's not a resolved situation. In your not life. necessarily. I mean, yeah. I think you know, throughout all of our lives, those kinds of relationships and dynamics, you sort of have to come to some resolution to just move forward. But yeah, it's definitely not a. The, the, the case is not closed. Yeah, it's yeah. not a. There's no period on the end of the sentence. <laughs> kind of like, where do you draw the line? Yeah. 
And yeah. that's what the, the, the question the song poses. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where yes. is that? It can be blurry at times. My favorite I, is, I think, is just in time. Uh, that's there. what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. And I think that fits into the synchronicity for mm-hmm. me is sometimes it is just in time. And that song kind of speaks to that, you know, mm-hmm. um, the angst sometimes and, and maybe you're feeling at your breaking point, but that synchronicity is always waiting around the corner. And sometimes it comes just in time for yeah. what you needed. And that, you know, that, that song, if you listen to it, it really does capture, you captured that very well. Yeah. My last one is there was a, uh, a Twitter posting that you did and I liked it and I think it kind of fits here. This will be like the last kind of prompt that we do for the night. Uh, well, there will be one after this actually. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the, the posting was as follows. Uh, it's the space between the notes that defines them. Mm. Mm. And I think that's kind of cool. Why? We were talking about this the today. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about <laughs> this today night. in the yeah. cars. Um, if you can uh, take away from something, you keep uh, taking away until you can't take away anything more. Mm. And that's what we've been talking about, being simple in, uh, in the way we play music and not trying to, um, not trying to, to fill in too much unnecessary uh, blabber if you and I've always been that way kind of with my musicality just like wanting to strip back until the purest essence of a song and I always loved producers or albums that could do that and that could really pull it back and play so reserved and and so minimal to only support what it was that whatever the focal point may have been whether it's an emotion or a uh, an instrument or a, or whatever it is to to say the most while saying the least you know and the spaces in between too is uh a really heavy uh feeling when you're s- it's like the most vulnerable you could be almost it's like there's nothing happening and you're like oh my god i'm so exposed right now and there's so much empty space here that it's like people freak out and it's like oh my god until like that next show. note comes exactly to catch until you. the next note comes and that makes it that much more powerful when that and next when the tension comes. can live exactly. yeah For sure mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and and simplifying simplifying our life simplifying our thoughts or or things can get heady you know i think it's too it's like that unspoken sort of magical component to music that like you can try to explain it and quantify it, but it's 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 more of just the feeling that happens in between the notes and the feeling that happens um, with just like the 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 feel and the tempo mm-hmm. of the music. You know, itself. In, in, in art, uh, it, a lot of times it's called negative space. Yeah. And and uh, for me, when I'm looking at certain pieces of art, that's part of the most important part of it, especially because we work with a lot of graph artists. And a young graph artist will see a space and just throw their stuff anywhere on it, and it drives me crazy. Dude, you had this whole area you can put it, and you didn't look at the space itself. Yep. Like millennials these days, you know? <laughs> well, it's just a young artist. Yeah. And it's yeah. like a young guitar player that wants to throw as many notes as they possibly can, yeah. and thinking that's uh, dynamic. But as you become a mature, uh, a mature musician and a mature artist, you understand that, oh, no, don't necessarily fill the space absolutely uh become part of that space Mm -hmm. yeah and And that uh, is what we were talking about last night as well is is um a lot of artists have trouble because if they're playing that simple it makes them feel like 
uh, oh, everyone's thinking this is all I can play. It's vulnerable. And it's yeah. all of a sudden bringing in this whole ego trip instead of just realizing what is going to sound best as a unit. What can like I what bring is to exactly what can uh, we all bring that uh, that brings something more powerful. It's January 2018. This band has uh, been around for a long time. We have some more recent members. It's been, for lack of a better phrase, the soundtrack of your life. I mean, it's would this relationship exist without this band? Would this band exist without this relationship? I would say no. Um, yeah. Synchronicity. <laughs> yes. Is there anything that anybody at the table would like to say about the experience of knowing these people playing in this band as sort of a, hey, here we are. We made it this far. We're still alive. <laughs> and we're... We won't give up. We won't give up. Josh and I are so grateful for where we are at this point. And we have, you know, quite a history as peop- as individuals and people and, and bandmates and as a band up until this point. But it kind of feels like this past year and, and this moment is what we've been working towards. Um, and we've arrived and we have our, our team, our hive, <laughs> and we're ready to do it. So, yeah. Yeah. So watch uh, out, yo. Yeah. <laughs> watch out, world. Is the the hive is the, these three? Mm-hmm. Like, is it B and yeah. the hive? Yes, yeah. it's, it's all okay. encompassing. Okay. Okay. Are like you part of the hive? Yeah. Or do you live in the hive? I she do. Lives in the hive. You live in the <laughs> hive. We, sh- we should mention. I would not a, a survive without the hive. There yes. is a missing there bee. Is there a missing is. Oh yes, Nick. He buzzes around Nick. quite a bit. Nick had to go home. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, there's. I mean, there's no. There's not a missing bee. There's one. There's one bee in this band. Right. Right. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. That's true. How dare you? There's a missing hive. Yeah. No. Missing hives. I remember what he. No. See, this is why it's confusing. I'm glad. It is confusing. I'm glad that Tom brought this up because that's a good point. That is, and that is part of what the the change in the rebirth came from. Was we do have we've had a lot of um, of changeover with bandmates and stuff. And all the, the, although this is the the core of the band, we do still have some some worker bees that kind hive of flutter mentality. and buzz in and out and stuff. It is it's a hive mentality. Mm-hmm. So and that. <laughs> when we were girls and boys, that was our mentality at the time, but it, we didn't quite, we weren't able to quite bring that into fruition in that moment. Um, and, but it feels like we are now. So it's, it's not, you know, it's, it's encompassing a lot of, of energies. And, and you'll be seeing Nikki shred on the video. So yeah. he's kind of here yeah. in, in just a moment. And, and, and my God, synchronicity has led us to this moment, uh, <laughs> at swimming with the river. Crazy that the river, by the way, ran right through the Phoenix theater. No and, doubt. and here we are at 1230 yeah. AM. Wow. Uh, because we swam with the river. Um, <laughs> All I can say on behalf of Tom and I is thank you so much, B and the High, for joining us tonight. Thank you. Um, it was our pleasure. It's well, been like really fun. Yes, Tom. And I do have a thought. Yeah. Heady and synchronetic. Yeah, Ooh, Tom. Yeah. Tom just throwing yeah. down knowledge over here. Next album right there. <laughs> yeah, there it is. That was very valuable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's been very fun to get to know you guys and also get to know like the connection that you have with each other because that's what plays out in the music. Awesome. So, you know, I mean, all I can say is uh, what a treat it's been. And my God, my God my universe if that's what you believe (laughs) in just a matter of moments the collection of songs that sort of is the embodiment of all of the stuff we've talked about is going to take place on this very stage Mm -hmm. thanks again for joining us everyone thank you guys thank you so much for having us
Take a turn.